0: Hello and welcome to the second in our new series of podcasts from the National Assembly on exiting the European Union. I'm Manon Edward-Zahir, Head of News and Media Relations, and I'm joined by another Manon, Manon George, who leads our European and Constitutional Affairs team. We'll be looking at the latest Brexit issues from a Welsh perspective and discussing the role that the Assembly plays in developments. We're recording this podcast on Tuesday, November the 20th, and we can certainly say, Manon, that it's been one of the most eventful weeks since the UK voted to leave the European Union. Give us an idea, possibly, to begin with,
1: of where we are now and what's led us here since we last spoke. So the main development has been the agreement of the draft withdrawal agreement between the UK and the EU. Um, and that was collectively signed off by the Cabinet on the 14th of November. So the withdrawal agreement um, basically will set out the terms of the UK's exit from the EU. Um, so to put things in place for um, exit day on the 29th of March um, 2019. Um, so the next step is that the um an emergency summit of the european council um has been confirmed for the twenty fifth of november um and um at that um at that cam- um, council meeting um they hope that the plan will be to finalize and sign off um the deal provided that nothing out of the ordinary um happens. Um, so um alongside um the draft withdrawal agreement there's also a political declaration on the future relationship between the EU and um the UK that's quite a bit shorter than the draft withdrawal agreement that runs to nearly binding, yes that runs up to nearly um 600 um pages. Um, So when we last spoke, um, we mentioned that the European Council um, held a summit on the 17th and 18th of October. Um, and where they discussed um Brexit um and they decided that not enough progress had been made. Um and we heard Theresa May saying at a number of occasions after that that um ninety-five percent um of the withdrawal agreement had been agreed and that the outside outstanding five percent um was about um an agreement on the Irish border. So we um we have reached the point now where we do have a draft with withdrawal agreement, but there's still a number of hurdles um, until uh, until exit day.
0: So in terms of the deal between Theresa May and Michelle Barnier's team in Brussels, what does it mean for Wales and do we know
1: that yet? So the draft withdrawal agreement isn't dissimilar to that draft published in um, March 2018. Um, One big difference though is that the draft published in March um, was 130 pages and um, this um, draft withdrawal agreement is nearly 600 pages Um, but it does provide for those things agreed um, in March so an implementation period, citizens rights and the financial settlement so essentially the, the bill that the UK will have to pay for um, it's the divorce between the UK and the EU. What's interesting to note is that this um, withdrawal agreement will have direct effect. Um, so that means that citizens of the UK will be able to invoke their rights under the withdrawal agreement um, in UK courts as well as um, in, in in the courts of the EU member states. Um, so in terms of some of the things that the withdrawal agreement um, provides for um, with citizens rights it means that all UK nationals lawfully living in a member state of the EU by the end of the transition period and the transition period if not extended um, is up until the 31st of December 2020 so um, up to that point so um, UK nationals living here um, and living in um, Europe until the end of 2020 will be able to stay, um, as will all EU citizens living in the UK. Um, So as I mentioned there, the UK and the EU have agreed that there will be an implementation period. Um, So from exit day on the 29th of March 2019, until the 31st of December 2020 and it's at that point um, that the UK and the EU hope that the UK's future framework with the EU comes into force. Um, So what does the implementation period mean for us? Um, So in in Wales and the UK um, the common rules across the UK and the EU will remain in place. So in other words, EU law will still apply in the UK and on a Welsh level um, until the end of the implementation period. Um, So we'll still follow EU laws, but the difference is that we'll be outside of the EU's political institutions. so we'll no longer have um, Welsh members representing Wales um, on committee of the regions or in the European Parliament. During this time um, as well, the UK can enter into new trade agreements, um, but those agreements won't be able to come into force until the end of the transition period. So essentially, during this time, the UK's current economic relationship with the EU will stay the same, as with um, elements of home affairs, foreign affairs, justice um, and defence and security, they'll all remain the same until the end of the transition period. Um, So as mentioned, the transition period will end on the 31st of December 2020, unless both sides decide to extend the the transition. Um, So that That's only a one-off opportunity though, so they can only extend a transition period once um, and they have to agree to do so, both sides, by the 1st of July um, 2020. And the important part um, of the agreement to mention as well is the protocol on Northern Ireland and Ireland, so otherwise known as the backstop. So the backstop is a solution to avoid a hard border between Ireland and um, the Republic of Ireland um, if um, no deal can be reached by the end of the transition period. So if um, no deal is reached by the end of December 2020, and if the implementation period um, has not been extended by that point, um, a single customs territory will then exist between the EU um, and the UK. Um, and another thing of interest maybe for um, Welsh citizens um, will be something that was not mentioned in the draft agreement published in March um, 2018, but is in this um, draft. um, Is the protection of geographical um, indications? So we know that Welsh, so Welsh lamb, um, Welsh lamb, um, Hallen Morn, um, Caerphilly cheese. um, These are all foods which are protected under um, EU law. So the withdrawal agreement um, guarantees that they'll continue to be protected um, as long as the UK also agrees to apply the same level of protection to EU um, goods as well. So
0: many options there and some obviously degree of uncertainty, but what, what could happen next and how do you think it'll affect us here in Wales so, in terms of the
1: process now? So under the withdrawal Act um, that was passed in June. So the Withdrawal Act um, 2018, um, the UK Parliament um, will be able to vote on this withdrawal agreement. Um, so that process needs to be needs to take place before the withdrawal agreement can be implemented in EU law. Um, so the UK government wants to bring forward a withdrawal agreement bill so that the terms of the withdrawal agreement can be implemented in UK law. um, And it needs to be implemented in UK law before we actually exit um, the EU on the 29th of March. Um, So during the implementation period, as I mentioned, the common rules, the the EU laws that we follow, um, will remain um, in place, so the UK will continue to apply um, EU law. So the withdrawal act, which um, uh, which provides that EU law um, is transferred into domestic law um, after exit day, will need to be amended so that that doesn't happen until the end of the implementation period. So in Wales we'll continue to follow um, EU law and the powers as well given to Welsh ministers as well as UK ministers to make corrections to EU law as it applies um, in domestic law um, after after that transfer. Those powers to make corrections will be extended um, until two years after the implementation period so that um, so that the the new body of law that will operate um, in the UK will make sense after Brexit.
0: Um, just a little plug in the, in the in the middle of this. If you'd like to know a little more, those of you listening to this, remember that our Brexit Hub online has all the latest developments via our weekly blog. Um, all Brexit activity by our committees as well as useful briefings from our research team on the Assembly website which any of you can access. Um, So Manon, talking of Assembly work, what work needs to be done by members and officials in terms of Brexit in the next few weeks and months um, as far as we can tell and what what
1: kind of planning is going on here? So as I mentioned earlier, there will be a vote in the UK Parliament on the withdrawal um, agreement. There's no formal role for the Assembly um, in that, but the First Minister um, has said that he wants to give an opportunity for the Assembly to um, debate and vote on the withdrawal agreement as well. Um, The First Minister wrote to the External Affairs Committee uh, last week saying that um, that um, debate and vote would have to happen um, before the vote in Westminster so that um, members of the UK Parliament can in- take into account the debate um, and uh, and the vote uh, here. So we're still waiting to hear um, when the... Um, the meaningful vote, the vote on the withdrawal agreement um, will take place in Westminster so the timings here will probably depend on that um, as well Um, what we know is that there is um, another European Council meeting on the 12th um, and 13th of December so it's likely um, that the uk government will want to t- um, will want the vote to take place before um before that so it is likely that there'll be a vote here um in the next um, couple of weeks um i'm sure assembly members will also want to continue um, l- um, scrutinizing and analyzing the withdrawal agreement to see what it means um for um, for businesses um, and citizens um, in Wales. Um, the External Affairs Committee will be um, scrutinising um, the Cabinet Secretary for Finance, um, Mark Drakeford, um, on Monday, the 26th of November. And I'm sure the committee will be asking him about the Welsh Government's um, analysis uh, of the withdrawal agreement. Uh, and, of course, the Assembly's work on passing legislation um Um, to prepare for Brexit also um, continues in that um, even though the withdrawal agreement has been um, agreed by the UK government and the EU Commission, as mentioned earlier, there's still a number of hurdles before um, the the UK's formal exit. So the Welsh government um, have to ensure that the statute book is ready for exit day.
0: And I understand as well that some of the committees, external affairs, as you've mentioned, are also doing small short pieces and reports on ports, medicine, um, higher education possibly as well. So that kind of work is still ongoing here as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, the um, Assembly Committee has continued to scrutinize um, both the UK governments and the Welsh government's preparedness um, for Brexit. Um, the External Affairs Committee will be publishing reports soon um, on the preparedness of ports. Um, the health sector and um, the food and drinks industry in Wales um, for Brexit, um, and we're also continuing to scrutinise um, the Brexit bills coming from the UK Parliament um, uh, to prepare for Brexit, and because some of those bills will, of course, be subject to legislative consent. Here, yeah. um, and the withdrawal agreement bill itself will also be subject to legislative consent. So. Um, as I mentioned, that's a bill that will implement the withdrawal agreement in domestic law. Um, and the UK government uh, have said um, that provisions of those bills, of, th- of that bill, like the implementation period and citizens' rights, will be subject to legislative consent. Um, but I'm sure we can all appreciate that there will be quite a tight deadline to pass that legislation. Mm. So um, the bill won't be introduced until... Uh, After the UK Parliament have approved the withdrawal um, agreement, but the bill will have to pass before the 29th of March um, 2019, so that the withdrawal agreement can be implemented um, in UK law on exit day. Diolch Manon. Um, Plenty to consider
0: there, uh, and I hope you've all enjoyed our update. Join us again for another Brexit update in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Diolch.